Hello, I'm Brian Prince, and welcome to the Audio Jump Podcast, the podcast for parkour people. So, today on the show, Max Henry, Milo Finnegan Money, Part 2. If you weren't here for Episode 1, you're going to probably want to go back and listen to that one. <laughs> I just split them up because there's a little long, long of a conversation. But, since it was a two-parter, I didn't want to keep you guys waiting too long, so I went ahead and... I'm uploading this one halfway through the month. Normally, we're once a month, but for this one, we're two. So, if you were here for last episode, I'm going to go ahead and stop talking soon because you're probably eager to hear the rest of it and telling me to shut up silently. So, here you go. You guys enjoy. Stick around after for a little bit of the outro. I'm going to let you guys know who's going to be on the show next time. Enjoy. the same time period like i can't exactly remember right now but like episode water sports and all those ones oh you're talking about those yeah I'm talking about those. those are all the those were the ones like with danny and phil like when they went to never never neverlands and take my strong hand and stuff yeah, yeah no, those that's are the ones i was thinking about that's that's but those are the chris, those those are the chris Lavaca ones those yeah that was those were big those the were really Lavaca big things, yeah. yeah oh yeah those were the chris okay yeah I, I'm so sad that, like, I don't get notifications for subscriptions to that channel anymore. I know. Like, I used to, like, wait on them. They used to, like, come out every so often. I'd be, yeah. like, super excited about them. What I will say about the, because you were saying you were there, well, from the outside, I feel like that was the big, um, oh, I can do this professionally and be one of them thing. Yeah. Oh, that was the, that was the moment. Like the, Actually, that was it. Yeah. That, that summer was the, 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 the shift into the idea of professional athlete in parkour. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the time, that was, like, the moment where it became like there's an us and a them. Yes. Like that yes. was like the big shift. Yeah. There was like it sounds sad, but no. No, yes. it's true. It was like it's a so huge true. thing where like you see them just living this life and traveling together and just training and, and doing awesome. And stuff it wasn't and, like and like the home. thing about like the uh like going way back to Cambridge Joy, it was like that feeling of identifying with those people. Yeah like got negated in that disappear. moment yeah. like oh, wow. it was like that was the moment when i was like i am not them like yeah. and i never will be like uh, <laughs> and like well actually th- i think for a lot of people and there was this i think there's an interesting thing that we're still going through as a community and parkour community this this and i think it's a result of that shift and, it, and that shift is sort of uh is just inevitable do you know what i mean yeah. that there will be people who as essentially as money take up, gets involved and elite athletes happen. as money gets involved and also as a sport reaches a point of like uh, recognition recognition yeah. and also like a level of perfection yeah. there will be certain people who can give the time and the energy required to yeah. achieve a certain level of 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 goodness of awesomeness yeah. like yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. and and what happened was like the parkour community went through this thing which was like suddenly like all of us had our own like little tiny existential crisis where like we had a fallout where we were like wow i will never be good at this yeah like, it's over that like, was hard i yeah. missed i missed the boat like i missed it i don't know yeah. like that's when... what it felt like it's exactly... <laughs> <laughs> shut up max yeah, see, and, well it's, and, it's cool here we, we all hate you we all, we all hate you, you on the other side no, it's, it's funny really though cool. because when i was there it was like the it was like oh wow like i can actually train with these guys yeah and like Obviously, that was for me. That was when I realized you I was caught like, training. the last ferry. Out. I was training. Yeah, basically, <laughs> that's basically what happened. Yeah, no, like, no, no, dude, no. Training with though? Phil and them. First of all, training with them, I realized like everything that I've seen in video because I hadn't traveled to England like you had at that point. Yeah. And I realized like everything that I've seen in videos that I thought I could do, I couldn't do. Yeah. And uh... like seeing how confident they were in person was like mind blowing. Because like you said, like when I went back to New York. 
it was literally like a different person. Yeah, like, it was the a change different, in my different mindset. Tracer. Like his brain was so different. The change in my my the change in like how I thought about things in those three weeks was so huge. Just being around people that were at such a high level. Yeah, and it was like it was like because like I went out there and it was like oh like I'm living in a house that somebody else is paying for. Like going on trips to like teach people that someone else is paying for that someone's driving. Where I just like get to sit in the back and like hang out with Danny and Tim and Pip and Phil and like go swim in rivers and stuff and like this is awesome. <laughs> and but also I think what's cool about that is, I think that was also the point when the American community started to really develop because it was like when athletes from outside of the U.S. like started taking an interest in America. Yeah, no, that was that was like the big moment where like i think the american community stopped being the american community stop being like oh everybody's just gonna look down at us constantly because we're well, like it was also the like ugly I think, stepchild in the closet yeah <laughs> i think that the, that the american parkour community had a bizarre i mean i think it makes sense because of like physically how the world is organized yeah but it had like it was straight up like an isolationist yeah thing. we were like, so far away we were so far everyone. away physically yeah we can't just go and to then, France, you know. and then like it was like it, we li- we like developed in total isolation. Like, yeah, we really, really did. Develop, and not like, even separately. just the American parkour community, but also within the community. What stopped us, I think, from developing quickly was it's not like it wasn't like oh, you know, Ilabak is in Liverpool. Like he can take a two-hour train ride to London to train with everybody, and we, everyone can like take a forty-minute yeah. train to get to London, or like oh, let me take a fifty-minute train and go yeah. to Brighton. It's like let me shell out as like a 15 year old high school student $400 $400. to buy a plane ticket to go train with the LA guys that are like 23, you know, like, yeah. And on top of that, even, even locally, like it was like, yo, do you want to drive three hours from Connecticut to New York to like park your car here? And yeah. like we can train for like a little bit, and it's really and cold, and then you'll out and get kicked out of everywhere. Security hates, and everything. then you'll complain about all the spots, and you'll go back, and I'll never see you again. Do yeah. you want to do that? That yeah. sounds great. Let's do that. My, my first, um, my first, like my first trip to Florida for Gainesville was a big deal. Was that the year I, that it wasn't that one? It was the one before. It was the first time I met Danny. Okay. Was this one? But uh, the one where I met you, or one where you came down, where you had the the wrist. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. That was like I want to say the year after that. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was like a big deal for me. I was like, oh, I get to travel. For parkour, I yeah. always wanted to do this, and even then, that was kind of like, you know. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not as not as big as you in your shift that happened in, in your three in your three uh, weeks away. About. No, no, no. But, <laughs> but when I came back from England, like I felt really different. Like, yeah. and I remember people I being remember like, that being like, "Whoa!" Like your like your brain is really like yeah. just like just like hanging around with like James Kingston <laughs> for like a week and like training with him, like yeah. fucking like like grew my mate like my brain so much like i remember we like did this precision that was like i'd never done anything like this it was like probably like nine and a half feet like away you know what i mean and like a foot down or something but it was like 10 feet up and like it was like at a diagonal onto like a pillar that was like against a wall and i did it in the dark like (laughs) like i would have never tried that in new york and like doing like the cat pass and stuff like at imax and like just like it just like shifted like the way i thought about it you know what i mean well it was i think it's because it's like you were saying, like there's a difference between between like being able to empathize with somebody on the screen and then going to that spot and like experiencing the same like growing pains yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And when you do that, I think because this is what happened to me in LA as well. Like when I was, if I did something that like Pip or Phil or one of them was doing, like I'm like, okay, these are people I've seen in videos for years, and like I'm training at this level on this certain movement. Like this is, I realized like because when I I got there. And, like, one of the things I realized was, like, I can jump further than all these famous people standing and out of plyos, and I didn't know that I could do that. And yeah, I remember yeah. getting there and, like, doing plyos that Pip couldn't do, and everybody being like, yeah, Pip's got, like, the furthest plyo. And I was like, oh, 
cool. Like, I can do things that are good. And I had no idea because, like, everyone in New York York had a really big jump. And I had it's no true. way of like yeah. relating to anything. Well, it's true. It's really weird, actually. I didn't. I never thought of our community like that. But we are like in in America. We're sort of like the big jump. Yeah, everyone yeah. just has really big standing jumps. Like and true. like and like we we compare ourselves to each other, so we feel like shit. And then I go other places. I'm like, wait, you you can't do this. Like <laughs> this is like like Max can jump eleven and a half feet, bro. Like I'm like I feel like shit when I jump like ten and a little bit. Like, and then you have like Nate or like Shaw back in the day it was just like, oh okay, you don't train and you can just jump like. Way further yeah. than everybody. Shaw can jump so far. Yeah, you know? like he could. I don't know if he can anymore. <laughs> no need. My biggest shift. It's funny because it was going to New York, so like being in the South, where like, yeah, training was kind of like I, I don't know. It's a weird thing in the South where everyone's like, I, I don't want to say they are now, and I I, I kind of don't want to say they were then, but I, I remember feeling this way where everyone was kind of more proud of themselves than they should be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people are just yeah. like, man, I did this con. How me and my life are now? So great. Yeah, it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. What are the people good at this? Because it's deserved now. It's no, like we really don't. It really doesn't. We're gonna go hang out in like Spain for like two days and be like, yeah. never mind. Exactly. <laughs> but, but okay. But it, it was, but it's even. I'm like, oh, I dive on the painting table. I'm going to be famous. Like yeah. it was a lot of that. So yeah. I go to New York and. and I, oh shit! <laughs> I don't think I don't think that got picked up. I, don't I, I didn't even hear that. It's cool. Yeah. We'll just we'll amplify it so it's clear. <laughs> no, okay. But, but but honestly, yeah. Like, I'm going to bleep out that name, and I'm going to say to you right now, yes. But, um, it was like that, and going to New York was so humbling, just seeing all these people that were, A, like, massive and amazing, but at the same time, just, like, really, just, like, like, you say, we're like, ah, this is shit. And I'm like... Yeah, I also remember, I remember first, like, really, like, because in New York, we've always been really interested in tech. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like in a way that like yes. I didn't I didn't know that other people weren't interested in. Yeah, like exactly. it blew my mind when I first started meeting people yeah, who we, like didn't know that there was like a proper I We called it like I the New York someone. style of jumping and it was just tech. <laughs> like, I met it was just it was just it that. proper technique yeah. of everything. Wait, I met somebody, they were like, I don't jump to rails, like I don't train on rails. And I was like, that's a thing. Like you have the ability to not train because I was like, all of my spots are rails. Yeah, you <laughs> every spot by my house is a rail. Like right? there are no walls. I also like like after a little while, like I because I remember when I first started training at Tompkins, like big shift for me yeah. personally. But, like, I started training at Tompkins, and suddenly I was doing, like, rail priests at height and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, never looking at rails the same way ever again. And, like, when people were like, yeah, I'm scared of rails, I was like, I don't get it, because they're the same. And you walls. just land like, on it. Like, it's just, it, they're all... Put your feet there. It's just, they're all just objects in space, and you just put your feet on it. And it's, it's 2013 <laughs> was my rail year. Like, I, I can now jump to rails, and I know what you mean now. Like, I don't yeah, look yeah, at yeah. them as rails and walls anymore. It's just that thing you The thing. To. It's yeah. just a smaller it, it thing. It changed so hard, and it was kind of like, crazy. It was actually no. It was being in New York for two months. That's what did it. Yeah. Because I went to New York for two months and stayed with Jesse. And it, yeah, I'm, you know, I know, I'm, I'm, a thing, you know, I, I, I shit talk our so. community in New York, but I'm actually really proud of us. Like I really no, am. I think the New York community you, you has done did a lot of good you stuff did for the job. East Coast. And yeah, stuff. yeah. It was like we're like the counterweight to like the really crappy American community <laughs> of like bad tech because we were like we don't like make any videos. Or like care about other people seeing us really. Yeah. But like we're quietly like doing the right thing. You know what's funny? Except for a few people. I whose think names I made the first like New York video that anyone really watched outside of New York. Was that Land of Maple Leaf? Yeah, I think that was like the first like yeah. like New I think York video. Because right, that was UF posted it. Yeah, no. Oh actually no, it got a lot of views. I remember the UF post had like oh, like seventy thousand views or oh, something. Like that that video got watched a lot of times. Yeah. And like 
he never asked for my permission, which is cool. I'm fine with it now. Right, but so like, <laughs> no, it's now it's Flex Dem Media. We gotta make sure we get the right, <laughs> the right name. Flex Dem. So what? Oh god. <laughs> but uh, what? Um, what? So what? Where were we on the? Uh, so we Professor Longhair. We were talking about the shift. We're talking about the shift between like us and them. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah, true, yeah. That's true. No, I think it's I think it's a big cultural shift that's like only just starting to like be dealt with on a personal level in the parkour community. And like I know I'm still dealing with it. Yeah. And actually, I, I read that article. I don't know who posted it about like how they'll never be the best and they're Gabe, okay with it. Gabe Arnold. Yeah. Really good. Really good article. Like related to it yeah. so much. But like I really think that there was this that that was that was like a big shift between like the the pro athlete. And then the everybody else sort of deal. Yeah. And this idea of like what I can achieve and also like where I will stand as a tracer, like in comparison to the community yeah. forever and how mm-hmm. I will like never uh-huh. be able to like, it just, it, it became, it was like a weirdly stratifying. There event. was like the, gla- like the glass ceiling kind of thing. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I it was, like, it was sort of what, what happened was yeah. like, was like the people who were the best sort of hit it. It was like, was Hey, like it. it was like, yeah. Hey, and for like the everyday people, I think it was like, look at these guys up here, but there's this glass ceiling that you can't see because like if you can't train with them, you're never gonna get there. So yeah, you just train because on your they'll own. keep moving, and they're just gonna keep getting better yeah. because they're all training with each other. Like that's what was scary. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like they, it was like all these good people who had been far away from each other and actually trained with us, the shit people, yeah. because that's who was around them. Suddenly got all together and just left us, and we were like, what? <laughs> yeah. What are we that, gonna do now? I, I feel like 2013 was. Like, this last year, I, I just now kind of accepted, like, I'm not going to be the best. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, and it, it sucked. But at the same time, that's when training got good. Like, training got better then because it was just like... No, I know. Yeah. I, well, I think what's, what was really interesting is, like, everyone had this thing where the, suddenly there was also this goal. <laughs> yeah, it's taking your pants off. <laughs> there was <I'm> also... <laughs> but there was also this goal that came with that, right? Where, like, those, we saw those people and we were like, well, that's what I have to be. And yes. I have to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have to do it fast. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, like, suddenly, like, everyone was, like, ru- it was like we were rushing to the finish. We were rushing to catch the boat. Yeah, we were. We were all just, <laughs> we like, didn't how? realize the boat had already left. No. The boat had, I got no, the, the boat. I got the boat. Max got, got the damn boat. boat, okay? I think Max was the last person on. He really kind of was. Like It was like they were leaving, and they were like, yo, Max, totally random question. You want to come for no particular it's reason? It's only funny because but, it but here's what was else. the most random reason why I was, like. <laughs> but here's what else happened. Like, while, and while we're all trying to catch the boat, other people just said, let's make our own boat. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. Boats. That's those, basically what happened. You know, like, like Vinny Coriel. Yes. And then you get like the new gen of people like yeah. Vinny that have been training for like four years that were like probably the new gen that's like the big part of what like Kent Johns, like all these guys that probably have no idea, like the first half of this podcast, they'd be like, oh, I don't like, like no. I've met people that are really, really good and awesome and have no idea who Teghead is. And that's, that's mind-blowing to me. That's I'm so like, weird. you don't know who Teg is? Like, how do you... How do you function in the world? What, what are yeah. you talking about? Or, like, they're like, wait, like... And they haven't seen, like, you know, like, Sprunking the Enviro Hurdles or, like, um, any... Like, I met somebody, like... I, was, I know I there are people... There were, like, people that hadn't seen Cambridge Joy. And I was like, that's literally, like... The most That was, like, video. a life-changing video for me. Yeah. And you've never seen that. And it's yet funny you're still because, beast. Because people... But people have their own life-changing videos. Yeah. Like, as you... You know, you, you come through and you, you see different things. But yeah, like, like the, So after. speaking of, okay, so if we can move, what would you say the next, the next shifting video is? After, after, like, we're after, talking like, dreams After, like, long hair on. and all those, like, ones, yeah. Uh, Gup. Gup. Yeah, Gup. I think, I think, Gup I think, the Gup, there's yeah. the Gup store ship. Gup well, story. I think what actually, what's really Gup interesting story. is what happened was the, I was like. Yeah, 10, 10, 10 yeah. was when store got in the game yeah. and then everybody else was like. Oh, wait, these kids are crazy, but they're doing something that's like 
working and it's progressive and it's new and like this is what parkour is gonna be now like i was yeah. wearing up when store like that was huge. like what like the store gup introduction was like the the moment where like like remember like the fallout of woof poof the fallout of yeah. like this like universal like globalized thing like yeah. that's obviously impossible and what happened was out of it burst these like little seeds of like tiny teams yeah Do you know what i mean like the tiny team thing like team like thing, farang yeah. and like gup and like and Can we like the Stern? first farang video before farang was actually a team yeah was it on sean wood's reverse channel? barnsley tour well, not reverse. That was, was that, older. Was that, not the that was older because that was like the Sydney guys when they like, went to New Zealand. And they like had the grave. The... Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> sick though. But the first one when um, Sean Wood and Anon went to oh, yeah. Thailand, and maybe Jason Paul was there too. No, right? that was before Jason. Paul that was got before. But there them. was like the first Frang video, and it like had like Frang, like uh, you know, Thai word for like a foreign person. And right. was, that was a sick video. Yeah, that was a really good video. That was like. That was when like production quality and travel started. Yeah, but I, I think that the the, the <coughs> like the the birth of the like teams is like the next thing that came up. And like there's the there's the Italian yeah. team and the DSLR. Oh yeah, the well, team DSLR. Well, it's funny team. because like I, it's like well okay the live on thing also matches this time period, but yeah. like. But there is, like, an actual legitimate technological shift that happens just, like, globally. It has nothing to do with the parkour community. Right. But the introduction of the DSLR was a huge thing for yes. filmmakers all over the planet where there were these cameras that we could get that could shoot 1080 and looked good and had, like, like quality that was, like, comparable and, like, could be projected onto a screen. Like, this was, like, a big deal. It was a huge deal. And, and, yeah. they, were, and they were, like, just a little over $1,000. Like, they were, oh, like, yeah. like, we could just buy them and then, like, basically have our own, like movie quality production cameras that like in our laps and in our laps and then like the prices dropped drastically over the next like two years Mm -hmm. and like by the time like gup got their camera and store had theirs like the production value in these videos had gone from like like poop like poopy poop stuff to like (laughs) to like to like looking like gold is of gold yeah it like looked really good and then like so there's that well Actually, oh, can I have some of that water? Yeah, sorry. I feel like the production value really skyrocketed too when it went from people just kind of like putting the film, like put, putting their shot, ah, I cannot talk, putting their stuff on YouTube and then actually like editing it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this one. Yeah, like, but that's like, I think the live on is the introduction of like real editing. Of like editing. Cutting of, to music. Or like, of like, of like shots. making like a video. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like suddenly it became like, it stopped being like, the thing it, it was like a documentation of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and it was sort of interesting. The music was there to fill space more than anything else. Whereas in dreams, like dreams and live on, like are very clearly doing something different, which is they're literally titled after the song. Yeah. Like they're named. Like the song was almost more important mm-hmm. in like creating like an emotional environment the yeah. and the atmosphere, and like it informed all of the editing decisions in like through the whole thing. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? And like that was really different. Like that was sort of new. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I think that that was like a big shift. In terms of like, yeah, uh, like, yeah, definitely. Just like what the focus was in the yeah. video, I think was like with GUP too. And they store, I think GUP, GUP was big. Was GUP. the first? They were the first ones to like, oh, let's put little black rectangles on the top and bottom and <laughs> make it look like a movie and like make it look fancy. And and <laughs> video quality too. Like you remember those big Kong precisions? Yeah. Like in my mind, like in, in my mind at least from like coming from like the southern side was the Kong precision was like at maximum <clears throat> like five feet. Oh, a sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. Like length. I was like that's a big Kong precision. Level to level. Oh my god. And then, <laughs> like and then so seeing them do like the driveway size, I was just like that's not real. 
this yeah. is not real. Like I couldn't, I honestly could not wrap my head around. Yeah, that so, was that came earlier for me. That that scene. That was stuff. when the okay. English guys came to New York for me. Yeah, and like, and we saw them. Do Jenks like, was doing like Kong clear and stuff at Battery. Yeah, where like people were like, "Hey, can we Kong to cap the rail under the ledge that he's like trying to clear?" Yeah, you know, and it was like, it, it, I don't think we can Kong to cap that. I think like, it's insane how. We were behind you guys, like, just being in the South, we were actually... And it's funny, because all we were thinking is, we're so behind the world. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember when, like, Jenks came and double-konged that thing, and, yeah. like, we hadn't even, none of us had even konged Precision yet. Like, yeah. I don't think you'd even done it yet. I hadn't even looked at it. Yeah, like... I hadn't even done, like, no one had even konged the rail underneath yeah. the wall like it's part of like we were so far behind and then i remember i remember feeling like this pressure and then to, like, phil did the, the and like it. phil came and concreted in socks to the <laughs> wall and i was like that's you're wearing socks and you just con precision with control like further than i can like huck my body over this <laughs> yeah. wall but that makes no sense <laughs> yeah like even like they were concreting further than i can standing joke yeah. like that's it <laughs> Which is something you should be able to do, actually, really, when you think about you it. You can but, run, but that's, yeah, like, that's, a different, that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different thing. That's nuts, dude. Like, I remember, like that's kind of what, makes, what made Danny stand out to me so much, is he was, like, on that world. I think that's when the South caught up, is when Danny came back from MTV and was like, oh, by the way, like, I'm the best in America now. <laughs> like, I'm going to do all the things that oh, right, all right, right, he was on the miles yeah. ahead of us, too, like, before he went, and then, like, after he was on, like, just no, I know. Yes, yeah, he like he. I think he sort of had a, a similar experience that you had. Except, I think it was more like exponential. Well, yeah, but I think he was better than you when he went. Yeah, just to start with, you know. Yeah, by, like, he was a, a tank. A pretty, yeah, and then like, like I think they really like fucked up his brain. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. they really like. Yeah, when he came back, and uh, he was well, just like, I, I wasn't in Tampa, but yeah, I remember seeing Danny stuff like after that, and just like, what? I think it was like, like what was that? The video, like, with the gummy bear thing at the beginning? Yeah. That was, like, after the MTV thing. And that's when he was doing, like, stuff at height and, like, huge Kong prees and huge running prees. And I'm like, I met Danny. He's, like, five foot four, And he's doing, like, these things that are so big. Yeah. And he was just committing so hard. And it was really impressive. Yeah. And then, um... Okay, but wait, where were we? Go up store. store. I don't really have a lot to say about them. I think that's pretty. I think that's like almost current enough that like I, I like. I almost want to say that like we're sort of still in it. Like yeah. that. Yeah. Like although I think things well, are shifting. I, okay, I I'm gonna say, say this one last. Core imaginatively. I have to say well, this one last major shift, which I think if we're, if I can relate it back to what I was talking about before about the like personal dilemma that came out of the like segregation of yeah. inter in the internal parkour community. Okay. I think that the the very newest generation like uh, do dinosaurs yeah. and parkour imaginatively are are sort of like uh reminding everyone just really quickly and quietly like parkour is not about the biggest jumps you can do yeah like Mm -hmm. and like everybody's sort of regaining the ability to like not be the best and be like totally fine with it yeah you know what i mean like that's what it's allowing us to do is to like salvage the ego salvage the not just the ego but like salvage our ability to like what like what it means like like yeah like we went through i feel like a lot of us went through a period where we were like i don't really understand like what it is that i'm aiming for like i want to catch up to everyone but i can't and like it's a huge struggle for me and like I want to be good at this, but I won't. And like, I know uh, that. I'm yes, crying on the smile, inside yes. as you're saying like, this. this. Is... And I know, I know that you don't have this experience. So it's sort of different. Like, it's a little different, but I know exactly. I know. What no, you but know. like, I feel you. This is me now. No, I know. This is me now. And I think that like, like, and you know, I'm sure there are people in the parkour community in New York who know me, who would say that I'm sort of an ass for even saying that I have this problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, even... In- I mean, you're definitely, if there's, like, if you look like, I mean, it's going to be, like, oh, the elite guys in New York, but, like, 
if you yeah, take that, what the elite, fucking mean? that that like what does that even mean but i mean if yeah. you think about the people that like train consistently and like if you go to a jam and you look for like the three people that are doing stuff that the other people aren't doing it's usually going to be like me you and like nick or something yeah i would say like i'm i i hate like sounding cocky but i do think that like i'm i do think i'm good at this and i think that like in the especially like in my local community yeah, i yeah. think well, i'm like Oh no, we're still going. Okay, <laughs> I couldn't see the red light for a second. I think in my lo- I think in like good cut because Milo's gonna start getting cocky now. No, no, no. <laughs> but I think in my local community, the thing that makes that I feel makes me stand out is that I have continued to progress regardless of the fact that I'm not going to be what I. So I mean, at, at yeah. one point, I kind of hoped I could be. Yeah. Right. And 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 honestly, I think I could have been if I'd been able to like dedicate my time to it in a way that would have been reckless for my future. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like no, I'm, I'm really glad that I didn't do that. Yeah. I think like, <laughs> like I'm ultimately the same, like I'm, the same boat. I'm really happy that I, I'm I in college and way. like, I'm doing things that like sort of like really like matter. <laughs> See, when I was first starting, everyone kept being like, Oh, you're so tall. You can like do great things. So for me, not doing that was like heartbreaking. It was like, I felt like I was letting everyone down. It was like, Oh, I should be reaching this potential that I can reach apparently. And then like coming to this conclusion that like, Avatar I style. couldn't, it just, like really fuck with me you yeah know? And, and especially because like parkour was true like i'm not gonna lie like for me a big part of my training was trying to prove people that i can be great without playing basketball i'm not kidding because everyone's <laughs> like you should play basketball you should play basketball you'd be a millionaire you'd be great and i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna be great doing this and so like coming to that conclusion of, like i guess i'm not gonna be great doing this like that was hard like it was really I hard i think it's for hard me. and i think it's also know. particularly hard for like it's gonna be different for people who are starting now than it was for us but like uh, I feel like starting, starting five, six years, seven years ago, it's like we really were on the forefront of something. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it really, I think it's more frustrating for like me and for you and yeah. for like maybe even Nick Ortiz, like who's a little more new, but like yeah. not as much. But like it really felt like, oh, like I was there when it happened. Yeah. It was, was because and I missed it. Like, I remember. That's like really I remember like starting. And it's like, oh, like David Bell's coming to New York. Yeah, and that's big fucking like, deal. I remember that's like, that. Shit. That's like such a huge deal. And it was like, or like going to a jam, and there were eight people there like doing rolls, and that was like the jam. You know, <laughs> like, that was rolls. literally Hard that was rolls. that was literally a jam that we had. And that it was, was a, I bet it was the great. first jam <laughs> I went to was in Washington Heights, and it was like me, Arfell, Thomas, Irish, um, <laughs> Irish. Can, if we Irish. just talk about Irish really quick. <laughs> Irish. Who was like my parkour godfather? Like he taught me so much in like my first year really? of training. I, I yeah. him out the first time I went to New York because he was like motivating me to do this like con precision and I couldn't hit it and I like spazzed out. I was like, I can't fucking use it. He's just like back up. And that is the last time I ever talked to him. <laughs> <laughs> so he just, sure he's like, he just disappeared anyway. He okay. like. He, like, I had him on Facebook for a while, and, like, his phone, he, like, got a new phone, deleted his Facebook, deleted his YouTube account, which sucks because all the old school NYPK videos, uh, like, Parkour Playground and, like, NYPK Philosophy are not on YouTube anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, I went to go watch him the other day, and I couldn't find them, which oh, is sucks. really depressing, because that was, like, my childhood. Yeah, that he sort of just stole, like, a little piece he of He stole, our lives. like, <laughs> a piece of my childhood. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like... But, yeah, like, if you go to a jam now, it's, like, there's 80 people... And it's like people are doing crazy stuff. Even if yeah. you're like going to a gym with not that crazy people, like if you've never done parkour before and you see someone like doing like Webster's clean off of like a picnic table, that's still like way crazier than anything that anyone we was were doing, doing when I started. I remember that when I saw the first flip outside, <laughs> like and it was like a year in. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've been training a year. And like, I just think like, I think for like, I think it's an interesting thing because I think parkour is so new and I think like, 
this isn't a thing that anyone else will really experience in the same way as yeah. like that like first generation had to yeah which is the like the like the fallout and realization that like like it doesn't matter how much you love this do you know what i mean like yeah. you there just try. won't be that many people who are going to be this good you at something. can try and train as hard as you can but there are people that are genetically more talented than yeah. you are at this thing. and like it doesn't even it like hardly it's like not even a genetic thing like it hardly mattered it was just like at this point you have missed the like yeah the period in your life where you could have committed to being at that level at that level like yeah. there was like yeah. a time commitment that was yes. required like, and a window in which to do it and yeah. like and, there was just yeah. there were only so many people who were going to be able to do it if and, you're 24 and like you if you're 24 like you're not going to be able to just be like okay like let me like quit my job and go like move no. to england and train with a bunch of like 14 year old kids no. yeah like it's not going to be the same as it was if you were like oh okay like i'm because I think that was, like, for me, when I went in 2010, and I was, I think I was, like, I was, like, just turned 17. So that was, like, the end of that window where I was, like, oh, was okay, like, window. I'm young enough to, like, still, like, yeah. learn these things. I, I went to I went to England that first time when I was, like, 17. Yeah. And, like, so, uh, I the remember. That English guy, Bo, that 47-year-old guy. Yeah, but he's gonna die because he takes huge drugs. But it, no, <laughs> it also. But it also doesn't like that's not. <laughs> it's a little different. He, like, he bounced like, back off of like. A well, thing, I remember when I was seventeen, dude. Like I remember when I was seventeen, and I, I remember feeling like that. Like this is the time where I need to grab something and yeah. like grab it, and I didn't have anything, and it kind of yeah. sucked. And then like I started when I was nineteen, and so like I remember feeling like okay, go. Oh my god, I have so many things I need to... And so, like, legit, yeah. my first two years of progression were great. Like, my first year was fantastic because the fire under my ass was, I'm 19, oh crap. You know, yeah, like, exactly. I gotta go now. And it was a, it was. A it's year. really weird that there's this, that, like, we, wait, if you start when you're 19 in parkour, you feel like you're behind because everybody else started when they were 14. Yes, <laughs> like, no, I started did. when I was 14. I did, though. I felt so behind. Like, you were already, like, at 19, you were already, like, five years of life behind me. <laughs> yeah, I felt, I felt old. It was just stupid. At 19, I felt old because of parkour. And, yeah. and I just wanted to catch up and, and so badly, which I, if I had kept that mentality, like, I wouldn't say, like, I'd be better. But, you know, who knows? I can't play that. I can't do that in my head because I'll just drive me crazy. But, um, but yeah. Like. But I think, I think like, just returning to the main point about parkour videos and, the, like, the parkour imaginatively thing, yeah. I think they're just bringing back to, like, the forefront of our attention, like, what training actually sort of was, like, way back. Yeah. Like, when you look at the when Blaine videos started. and you look at those, they're not that different. Like, they're, they're really sort of not. the same thing. Like, yeah. yeah, they're kind of back. It kind of looped back. It kind of looped back. It was kind of like, okay, like, it went through this process. It was, like, it was sort of interesting and, like, obviously it's not going to go away or anything, but, like, this thing where it was almost like an arms race in, in its own, like, weird way, where, yeah. like, everyone was, like, su- like striving to be the best, like, inadvertently, not intentionally. Yeah. But it was, like, like getting your jump further, getting your this further, getting higher, getting, like, yeah. doing doubles. Like, it was, like, we were just, like, mounting on what other people had been doing. Yeah. And it, it, when it did reach that glass ceiling, it sort of broke, and there was this weird fallout where, like, everyone didn't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. And, like, some people kept going. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's the same time that you had, like... That's the same time that's like, oh, Ilabaka stopped doing parkour and yeah. making videos, and like, oh, Phil doesn't train anymore and doesn't make videos, and yeah. oh, like, all the people that I looked up to stopped so, making videos and aren't present in the community. Yeah. Like, that was like one of the coolest things for me going into England was like meeting Blaine, because it's like, I've not seen, you haven't made a video since like 2008, Yeah, and your videos were like the thing that like really i based my training on completely almost yeah and so that's like oh you people are still out there it's just that they're so like detached from the community because that happened it's like yeah i'm at this level and i can't 
relate to these people that are starting out because the community has changed so much. I, st- I even feel that way. Yeah. Where, like, people are starting out in parkour, and they're, like, trying to talk to me. And I'm like, you, I don't even know if you do, like, the same sport that I did when I started. Yeah. Like, it's so different. It really I have is. no it's idea really how different. to even relate to you and, like, give you advice. Yeah. Because what and, we're doing is so completely different. Yeah, and, like, I feel like that. I, what, what is interesting, though, is, like, it the thing that makes it different is the process that we had to go through to yeah. find what our sport was, whereas they're just sort of, like, a lot of people are starting out, are sort of just given it because... It's, it's we've done a lot of work to like figure out what the fuck we were trying to do. Yeah. But like that whole thing where like jams were just rolling around on the floor or yeah. like we would go out and train and all we would do is like a hundred thousand climb ups all day. Yeah. Like that was really important to like, def- like me going through like a personal journey of discovery yeah. of like, and like, I feel like a lot of us were, it, what was fun was like, we weren't just going through it like for ourselves. Like we were going through it with a group of other people at yeah. the same time. Like, yeah. like it wasn't like we were trying to figure it out alone. It was like, the whole world of parkour was literally going through this process collectively. We were all like, and the, the reason that the parkour video is so interesting and so like important is because it was the only way that we could communicate that yeah. to other people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And like, ultimately like that's what happened was like, we would go and we would figure out some stuff alone and then we would film it and we'd put it on the internet. Other people would look at it and they would use that to go figure out stuff on their own. Mm. And then they put it on the internet. Yeah. And it was like this unintentional dialogue where like people were like talking to each other about like what parkour was and what yeah. we were training and like we would feedback off it until like we sort of evolved evolved it. to, to YouTube a point is like a like, library of the evolution of parkour it literally is like w- it, what's funny is like by having this discussion yeah we haven't just gone through what we think are the most influential videos no, more of what we've talked about was, is literally what the history of parkour it was, was yeah but using the parkour video as a place of like point of reference, reference because yeah. we don't have much other documentation do you know yes, what i mean that's what makes our history so um important it's, it's it's the same thing it's you, sort of the same thing for yeah. us like we don't yeah. have we don't have like a really well documented like history but we have this like archive of like a million videos yeah that like are dated like to a day do you yeah. know what i mean and like yeah. you could line them up and like yeah. watch them in order and it oh, would it would make sense if you could watch really it fast cool. enough do you know what i yeah. mean and like and i think i think what's interesting is i think that the like you know people always say this like that the parkour community is also like a crucial point do you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like sort of always feels like it's at a crucial yeah point. Always at for the last like six years, years of my i think the first point. year of my training i was like no one said that and then like after that i felt like it was everybody's just like oh parkour is gonna blow up next year parkour is gonna blow up next year like people are gonna and then all of a sudden it was like wait people actually know what it is now but it never like blew up yeah and it still feels like there's this like pressure where it's like something's going to happen and like make this major change in how the public perceives parkour. Yeah, and it never and changed. it hasn't <laughs> happened yet, but it still feels like there's that pressure. Yeah. There. What about like the gyms and stuff? Like, I think that's what, definitely. But it's, what's changing. funny is like, yeah, but at the same time, there's still this weird feeling that like no one like, knows no one what knows what is. this is yet. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I what's what's say... really interesting is like I don't think we really know what it is no. yet. Like yeah. I still think like even though like I just go out and like, like I train go any further. I think, I think like I train and like I watch a video and I know that what it is like. When I'm asked to tell someone what parkour is, I find that the longer I've been doing it, the more and more I'm starting to struggle with answering the question. Because when I reference all the information in my head, I'm like, I don't really know if I know what it is. Like, 
I guess like textbook, like it's just a conglomerate of like everything that I've experienced and seen over (laughs) the last like over every like formative year of my semi adult life. (laughs) It's like basically if you can like look at my psychological history since I was fourteen, that's what parkour is. Yeah, (laughs) you take like what it's supposed to be, quote unquote, but like they don't explain what it actually. Is. Well, like, just for example, like, the, the out-of-time video, when we were talking about that, I was like, Jesus, like, that really did change what parkour was, but, like, it never changed the textbook definition. Like, that definition yeah. has been the same from start to finish, but, like, the examples that I would show of what parkour is have yeah. been, like, constantly revised, and, like, I can't even really, like, yeah. like, that technically, like, that stuff doesn't fit, like, into that, like, that, yeah. like, rigid definition of, like, what it is. Like, I can't say that that's actually, like, that doesn't really... Although there are, like, some, like, his rail running stuff and, no. like, lashing, like... It definitely do you know what i mean and yeah. like what i think is interesting is you can train stuff that isn't is like clearly not a to b yeah and ultimately it will help your a to b yeah like stuff in you know case of an emergency i suppose or whatever whatever well, what your take uh, on that yeah you're saying that like when we hit gup and um store that we're pretty much caught up but I, I would say that the uh i'd say tempest comes after that like the tempest gym one like would you not say that because like the like, gym era. I, oh, that is the gym era. Yeah, I feel like it's really important because I feel like for the first time, like I saw it happen. We watched that. I uh, went to open gym at the gymnastics facility uh, near my house, and I brought my laptop, and it was right when Tempest came out. And I said, "Hey guys, like check this out." And we opened the laptop and we watched it. As we watched it, the gym owner came up behind us and said, "Where the fuck is that?" This guy flew out to Tempest literally months later, and then tried to replicate parts of that in the same gym. Like, and I feel like this happened with so many people where people own gymnastics facilities, own CrossFit facilities, yeah. and then that was when they realized, oh, I can. This like, is marketable. Money. This yeah. is marketable. Yeah. I can do this, and that was a big deal. Yeah. You know, like, then that's also the first. That's also the first time that you have an entire generation. You know, like these pseudo generations we've been talking about, where you have this this like generation of people that didn't learn parkour outside. Yeah, that's they really learned fucking it weird. In a gym, which is mind blowing to me because I didn't yeah. go and do a parkour in a gym for like four years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't even know if I can really conceive of what that's like. I like, I, I literally can't. can't. Like I wait, like Gareth, it. come here. Gareth, did you what were you weren't you like Are you yeah, a gym rat? Like, yeah, well, Are you a chimpanzee? Chimpanzee. <laughs> I mean, I only started going to outside stuff, but, like, I'd go to the gym, like, once a week. Yeah. So, you... I, so I kind of did. Like, I was like, oh, I'll learn this in the gym. But, like, you know people from, like, Zoic that started, whole... like, yeah. inside a gym program first. And then, like, because I know, like, when I taught at Five Star on Long Island, like, we had these classes, and it would be, like, I'd teach, like, 50 kids, and I'd be like, yeah, but, you know, if you really want to do this, like, you have to do it outside. Like, this is not, like, a yeah. gym activity. And then, like, two of them would come outside and do it. I know and that kids. was like, wait, yeah. what? I know a lot of kids. Everybody at the Zoic gym now, that's what they do. Like, they just go to the gym and they do parkour and, like, oh, I'd like to do it outside, but... It's too dangerous. Yeah. Or, like, I don't have the time. Yeah, so I'm I'll worried just, about yeah, falling. Just like, I'll just do it inside. Well, I've seen kids who, like, don't even get that it's an outside thing. They're like, well, I have to go to the gym to do parkour. Like, yeah, I've seen that. That's, that's weird. Weird. so weird. That's like, so like, weird. I don't even... I can't even, like, get my head around it. Like... Like, sometimes, like, I think to myself, like, like, almost the opposite statement. Like, <laughs> like I will literally think, like... Parkour can't... I don't think it can exist in a gym. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll like, look at those gym videos, and I'm like, I guess that's cool. Like, I'd go there, like, once or twice, but, like, I would rather although, play on, like, a bike rack for Although, can I say this? I do think that gyms like Tempest, not as much, but, like, the new Boulder Gym in Apex are pushing the limits of what 
is a gym and what's outside. Yeah, no. I think the more the more legit they get as like parkour parks almost. Yeah. Like the more I'm like, yeah, I don't know if like it's outside. Like the ones in like, Denmark. Like all like the parkour they're, they're parks in Denmark. Concrete, like, they're straight just concrete. They're cement and bars. Like that's what that's outside. It's just better. You know, just and you're not going to get kicked off. Yeah. Like that's all it is. But like I think um, it's a practice your moves, you know. It's like a skate park versus but I think, but I think, like even skaters have their have their thing about like what skate parks did to their sport. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the like the it definitely takes some things away. I mean, I think what's interesting is like, like you, people used to say this a lot, like about how you know you can do parkour anywhere and like that kind of thing. Yeah. And I really didn't believe that for a long time. I mean, like I did, like I would say it, but I didn't really believe it because I couldn't do parkour anywhere. Yeah. Really, like I wanted to go to spots. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, so the idea yeah. of going to park do parkour like anywhere, like I was like, yeah, but like I don't want to because it'll suck. Like, yeah. <laughs> and now I really, really do feel like that, and I like really feel like when you we had the sickest training session the other day outside of Caleb's apartment on like a bike rack on a bike oh, rack we literally it trained for like an hour, hour on a bike rack <laughs> cool. and it was like and it was like really good and like I actually think that like rack day outside of a Publix like I've recently that's sort of all I've been doing is like going out and training on like I'll just like walk around my neighborhood and just like find like I'll be, like find a, like a little like a fire like, hydrant like a fire a hydrant and there'll be like a pipe on the wall and I'll just be like oh shit like I'm gonna be here for like forty minutes <laughs> like That's just awesome, trying to make the dude. most sketchy shit I possibly can. Yo, um, sorry to cut you. And I think, but I think like the thing about or the complaint about parkour parks is that the challenges are so obvious and readily given to you yeah. that you lose that opportunity. Yeah. But I think what's interesting is even though people said that to me, I don't think that that opportunity even arose for me until a certain like depth into my training like yeah. i just don't think you can conceive of that kind of training until yeah. until like the idea of going out and just like drilling some strides and plyos like makes you want to like pull out your own eyes like <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah. like there isn't short pin table kong or long kong yeah mm-hmm. like like i get really tired like even the spot we went to today i was like oh everything's yeah. so like exactly like that's why i tried to find that like weird push right and i got and, really like, excited by that i didn't do it yeah. but i want to yeah but like but everything's so perpendicular and like and like straight, straightforward so straightforward it's, it's just it's there's no there's no like complexity in in conceiving of the challenge right which it's, is like it's more hard than half the fun for right me. yeah it's hard I, not to just see this way this way i and what i think is like what happens is at a certain point the physical like i know it's different for me than it is for you but like the physical challenge starts to sort of ebb out of it a little bit do you know what i mean yeah no and totally. like and it gets a little frustrating your training gets like okay yeah but like this isn't really hard anymore and well, like i think the best thing is like like I'm, if we can reference like the comp we were talking about caleb like the difference like when we were talking to caleb like how you and i because especially with my injury like, I know I can't do my max jump right. safely with, like, my a sore Achilles. And it's, like, I know, like, what I want to do is, like, are these, like, complex, like, bouldering problem type things yeah. with parkour. And then Caleb's just, like, I'm just going to train, like, the biggest plyo that I can to bounce back, like, 150 times. And that's, like, like that's I where I was like myself. That's, like, where I was, like, a year and a half ago. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and like I know that when I'm at full health, I'll probably want to do that again because it'll help increase my jump strength. Yeah. But I'm also, like, in a place where, like, I really feel like the thing that's going to, like, pull me through, like, the next decade of training is, like, this the thing. little thing. Is this, like, little stuff. And what's great about it is that I actually, like, one, think it makes you a lot better at the big things. Yeah. Like, because you have, like, all this control in, like, really awkward situations. Like, I was working, like, a, a jump to, like, I think I told you this, like, you know those signs that have the hand and the walking man on it? Yeah. It was, like, off a wall, and I had to, like, jump diagonally and, like, grab one of those and then, like, put my foot on the button and then, like, swing around and, like, <laughs> and like hold like that. Huh. And then I was doing it back to, like, a diagonal wall. Like, I had to basically jump, like, 
straightforward but cat something that was like this way yeah and it was only like this far off the ground so i had to like curl up into a little ball yeah and i was just doing that in a loop and i was like this is the best day of training i've ever had one thing i'm noticing is like i feel like we're developing more more styles of training for more areas so like (laughs) store more like rooftop stuff like if i had an area like london storm free run volume one oh we didn't talk about that's also that was that was a mind-blowing prior to like gup production quality video like claudio well, we finish this thought really quick <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah go ahead but like so like if you have more of like a rooftop style like here there on rooftops and like more of an environment traversing kind of thing yeah there's a style for that and then like you have like the pink clouds of the dinosaur here which is more of like i have a bus stop mm-hmm. and a pole <laughs> yeah and we're, and we're like those are showing us now that like hey look you, you can, can do, do this, this stuff and know? it can and be so, really hard yeah do you know what i mean really like hard, you can really like, push yourself yeah and like but don't because i feel like so many people are trying to do London rooftop stuff yeah. in a suburban park, and you can't. And you'll yeah. re- you like really run out of it. You, know? you can't. It's gonna make you sad, and you're gonna feel like, <laughs> why? I guess I'll have to learn a back full now because I can't do anything else here. <laughs> yeah. Like I've been there, yeah. and like yeah, that's why it's great seeing these videos of like the board bus stop stuff because you're like, okay, well I can do this then. But yeah, um, and like and what I think is cool is like. Because I think people were, a lot of people were training like that all the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've yeah. met a lot of people, like, who've been training like that forever. Yeah. And, like, what's cool about it isn't that they're training like that, but it's that they've made it impressive enough that all the people who are watching, like, huge-ass jumps yeah. watch that and also go, wow, that's yes. really cool. Yeah. Do you know um, what I mean? Like, that's, like, what's really cool about it is that they, like, managed to push it to a place where, like, everyone was like, that's sick. <laughs> yeah. Going back to the, um, the, uh, the thing we were saying about the gym, like how some people think like, okay, I have to go to the gym to do parkour. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to develop more of like, you know, I'm not going to say the name again, but the, the this bail that we all watched the other day. Oh, yeah, God, it's like yeah. how, like that was the mind blowing part for me of that was it just like, oh, you fell off the wall. That's It was just like, you know, there's no reaction like you, or like there's, there's no like physical impulse. ability. Like, yeah, like, like you, you don't be, know how your body works, which is what parkour yeah, is you about. Been <laughs> training to learn how to not yeah. Fall off. It's like thing. cool you can but you can do a double kong you but off of it. It's yeah. like you can do a double kong but you like don't understand how to correct your body in midair, which is like a fundamental and that's what we're aspect. Not even that. Like, he basically that, like had an opportunity to like one to drop safely and then two to drop to cat. Well, and then yeah, three, we're not like, even gonna get too specific. And then like yeah. and then like there were a lot of opportunities. Like an idiot. <laughs> there were a lot of opportunities. But he just like froze because he'd never been in a situation like that. Like, yeah. That was clearly what it was. Yeah. It was like I've never had to get down off something this tall. Yeah. Like it on was, a moment's it was notice. Kind of like it was interesting to watch because like that's what happens when parkour is more about learning the movements and less about just learning how to move your body. Yeah, you know. But um. But well, I think the interesting thing is like learning the movements and learning your body should be happening in an inseparable way. They should be yeah. happening in an environment that's forcing you to learn your body because yeah. like every chat, like every jump should be so. It like, shouldn't be like oh I can double kong and smack my knee on the second one ow. because it's foam. It should be like oh if I'm gonna double kong like I need to make sure I can do it or build up to it safely not just like yeah. try it and like you know sever both of my like patella tendons because uh. I slammed into the edge of this thing uh. like that's a thing that happens what <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah. okay but storm volume one I think we need to mention like episodic of which one we have like like we were talking about storm yeah storm I feel like we need to talk about like how episodes like well that was more of a story comment, yeah but i feel like that needs to be something that needs to be mentioned wait we never talked about kai's most recent video either well that was i think that was just when everybody realized that they had to just 
not that they just I at that point I was like well I'm never gonna be that good at what he does like that was literally what I happened like what happened in my head when I watched that I was like wow I feel good about myself like I'm really progressing and I was like I don't actually think I physically will ever be that good. Which video? <laughs> what was interesting? Kai's new show, like Kai's newest show. Yeah, when I watched Kai's show reel, my thought wasn't "I'll never be that good." My thought was, "I don't want to do that." Yeah, like, I, I don't want to be that. good. There's no part of me that wants to dive Kong the yellow walls of that thing and then fly over a three foot drop to like a precision on the like that you know was the like crazy the crazy strike yeah, the gallery thing. Insane. Yeah, I like looked at that and I was like, no, I don't want to ever have to do that <laughs> ever. <laughs> it wasn't until like my third time watching it did I realize how crazy that one at the IMAX was, where he conned like over the length space to the stairs. Yeah. That's insane. That was nuts. When I was like, there this summer, I was like, that is the craziest thing. I I've looked ever seen. at it and I was like, I still don't think that a human being can do this, and Kai did it. And you saw it. But so yeah, the only it. logical conclusion <laughs> I can draw is that Kai's not human. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Trusting I'm, my senses. Okay. I, I call that. I that. No, but I, I think but at the same time, I also think I look at a lot of things I was doing now, and I think if I saw a video of me now, like, four years ago, I'd be like, yeah. I don't ever want to be in that position where I think that that's fun. But I do think it's fun, because, like, my mind has been progressing with my body, and I think I could actually envision myself, like, being the same way, where it's like, because, like, we went out today, and we did, like, a ton of height stuff. Yeah. And it's Did like, we? well, the just garage. with that like rail thing in the oh, garage. I didn't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, gone. it's been a long it's day. Gone. But like, you know, like I imagine like if I saw, if I did that like four years ago, I'd just be like, I don't even, that's not even remotely fun for me. Like that's just terrifying and there's no element of you know anything. What? I'm going to agree because when I like that vlog I said, I just made the one where I do the, the jump to like the, the beam yeah. thing. Like even when I watch it now, I'm like, that doesn't look fun. That looks terrifying. Yeah. But when I did it, I didn't feel that scared. Yeah. Like, like, like oh, this is going to be cool. I was going to be like, I just want to do it. You know, Nick, roll the camera. And they like almost missed it because I just like jumped. <laughs> like literally. Yeah. Oh man. Like I almost missed it oh, <laughs> on the camera not I, like the no no no, no, no i like gave him no warning yeah i like i like walked up to it and i like jumped and he was like dude i just started rolling <laughs> i was like well that's good because i didn't really want to do it a second time oh, cat mac yeah that's funny that's what i want to do the next time i go there it's manly yeah storm volume one i don't know i don't think we i don't think we can really say that much more about punk pro videos i think at this point i think we're kind of done it's like you're you're caught up everybody knows that store is badass okay and so Frank's badass if, and gd is badass, badass. Yeah. so i could say like and, and this is probably a dumb and question and storm doesn't exist anymore but, well yeah so like storm's like <laughs> except for it's just kai and tim okay like swagging out <laughs> but uh what is um teams man that's just like kind of a team thing like the teams come <laughs> Hard. But uh, sorry, we, sorry wouldn't, no. we wouldn't know anything. What? <laughs> Oops. Yeah. But, uh, what, what was I saying? Um, yes. If you guys could say like, what do you think would be next? Like, I mean, kind of hard to say. Probably. Yeah, I knew that this was going to be the last question. Yeah. I knew. I like, knew. I, I like. I was trying to think about it before. Wow. So like, we're kind of like in that. Like everyone's doing episodic right now. Like people. Like everyone. Everyone's. Like, doing someone episodic. will be like, yo, check out my channel and be like, episode fifty six. Hmm. Well, yeah, there's the dailies mm -hmm. and the dailies yeah, is that's a big true. development. The dailies. There's the dailies. The dailies is a big thing. Um, and people are doing those. Like the dailies is sort of an extension of the vlogisode concept. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like dailies uh, is gonna get huge. Like it's gonna get. I think dailies. I think is gonna it's get already really picking big. up. It's like, starting, a lot of it's, people. Because like uh, I like course, it. It started with Kent. Yeah, Kent is like Kent's doing it dirty. Jake Smith's starting to do dailies. And I like his dailies. And then, um... Like, Eric Wolf. Eric Wolf's doing dailies. People, yeah. And so I feel like once those guys, like, well, uh, you know, um... 
I do dailies of me like eating oatmeal and like pooping. But I, I, I have a good feeling that the dailies is gonna get like like stupid big because it's such an easy thing. to It's do. so easy. Yeah. yeah. The only reason, train. I think the only reason I don't do it is because I don't have a smartphone. <laughs> like, so it's not at all convenient. I the reason I don't do it personally uh, is because. Well, I also don't I really. Every day. I, well, I don't train every day, and yeah. I don't want to, and I never plan on doing yeah. it, actually, to be totally honest. Yeah, I, I don't train every day either. I, I'll every train, day. like, five times a week I draw at most, but, yeah. like, I, I really think rest days are really important for, like, yeah. your overall health, number one, but also for your performance. Like, I think yeah. it's a really good oh, thing. Oh, Jimmy Davidson kind of started the daily thing. Oh, did he? 365. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, did he start 365? Yeah, that was Jimmy Davidson. I did not know that. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. I have an affinity for editing. I do. No, yeah. I like, I like videos. I like the dailies. They're a lot of fun for me. But ultimately, when I watch them, what I want is to be able to watch all of them together in a video. Like, That's right fair. after I watch a few, I'm like, oh, I wish you would just put these together so I That's didn't fair. have although, to spend. compiles them. Although compiles I, think, I think that that's exactly why I agree with Brian that they're going to get big is because it's, like, the mass-produced, like... Lowest energy. Thing, lowest energy thing. Like, it's not, like, some... It's because you have to think, like... Parkour used to be about, like, what are the top guys doing? And now it's, like, what are the 11-year-old kids in the million gym programs that teach parkour doing? Because that's, like, that's, like, the Minecraft videos of parkour that have 800 million views that I never have watched and didn't know existed until, like, some 8-year-old kid showed me. You know, like, that's what, that's what the majority of people are seeing. Because we're isolated because we're all, like, friends with all the really good people. And we're, like, hey... You know, like, we can just talk about, like, oh, yeah, like, when I was hanging out with Phil, or, like, oh, like, when I went to London. Yeah, yeah, And we're, like, very far removed from, like, the what, lowest the common denominator, yeah. which are these kids that only go to the gym I'm kind of or, like, barely train outside. And for them, it's just, oh, like, let me get my smartphone and film me, like, doing a cork because I don't have editing software and I don't care enough about this thing to, like, want to make a cool product. I also think the the daily probably will build a lot of steam because it also, not only is it easy for the producer of the video uh-huh. but it's also meets what the consumer of the videos actually mm-hmm. want which yeah. is to watch a lot of parkour yeah which is really like ultimately our biggest complaint probably ever with the channels that we subscribe to is that they don't make enough content yeah, yeah. like i find uh, like even now i'm starting to feel like story doesn't make enough stuff they've slowed down a lot yeah. like yeah, they really they have, have slowed down. like and like and i feel a little GDP frustrated had, by it. like and like yeah GUP has made like one video in the last year yeah, right and, like and there was like a like point when five. they were making like like five a year six a year yeah you know and so like that slowdown slowdown yeah. is it puts a little bit of a like a, a strain, strain on, on, yeah. on what we on what we desire and I think like the thing the cool thing about the dailies is that you get like 15 seconds every day do you yeah. know what I mean which is like all you really want do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like, want to watch like five minutes of parkour a day like I want, I want like I want if to watch I'm like, like looking few, at like something it's like oh cool like Oh, like, I'll, like, watch Ken John's dailies, because it's like, oh, cool, like, 10-second clip, mm-hmm. and then, like, I can do things, all, like, that are not on Facebook that actually will affect my life in a positive all way. I ask, <laughs> all I ask for people's dailies, though, like, is, like, I'm going to be big-headed and think that someone's listening to this going, well, I'm thinking about doing dailies, is I want to see someone legitimately trying to progress themselves through the dailies, because I, I don't want to see someone going, like, oh, well, I had to do a daily today, so I guess I went outside and That's I did the thing, a jump. I don't yeah. want to see that. I want to see someone going, like, okay, what? so I don't this think... today, today I'm going to try to do something a little better. Just a little bit. Just a like, tiny bit. I don't think the daily should even be, like, a daily requirement. Like, I think the idea of the daily is, like, do I went training today... And like, here's the one or two things I did. I'm just gonna put them on the See, internet and like wait, like waste yeah. zero time. That's how I feel like, about <laughs> daily sketches because it's like I I can't do a sketchbook drawing a day. I can't. I draw 
Like, I know people who draw fast enough to where they can take 10 minutes of their day and do something awesome and, like, even sell it. But I can't. Like, I just, I take too long right now, maybe in the future. And so, like, I feel that way about daily sketches. I'll be like, oh, here's my sketch of the day. But it's not a sketch of the day. It's a, I did this sketch today. I might do one two days from now or maybe even a week. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's not I just had a terrible, day, so. okay, I think I know what, what I... This is depressing, and I don't know if this is just me being like tired and depressed, or if this is like me like oh. me like objectively analyzing the trends that are happening in the parkour community. I think it's a little bit of both, but like what I could see happening in the next like three years in terms of parkour trends is that all the people that like we watch now don't make any more videos. Yep, and everybody that like we are like crapping on are the ones that get popular, and that's what people see as being parkour in the pop like culture. I gotta say I, that's I, I what I say, think will happen. Oh, if, that's if, gonna happen. You know, if if you look at the if you look at the trends objectively, like we are probably the next Blaine. Like that's who yeah. we are. I mean, We're like, like the people who like get a little fed up with what's going on. We try to preserve the old spirit. No one listens. No one and listens. We just, like, fuck and it. then we just, just dip and are awesome on our own. Yeah. <laughs> well, you remember how Vinny used to make like a, a crap ton of videos? And yeah. I remember people would be like, "Oh, this guy won't stop making videos." Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know. Yeah. And now he's like boss level mm. and. It's going to be because it's going to be just it's I feel like it's just all the people that emulate now like the originals have stopped making videos so that the people that are emulating the originals these kids that are starting see those and they're like oh these are the original OG guys that like did this style you know like all these like 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 what would be like so like the leads videos. How they, right. like, copied Storer, kind of. Storer and Gup sort of combined. Yeah, like, combined, like, with, like, the good cinematography and, like, really, like, kind of, like, good meaty. editing and, like, hectic, meaty jumps. Yeah. And, like, people, like, see that now. And they're, like, this is, like, these guys made this genre of thing instead of, like, being able to recognize, like, the original kind of, like, link. And then I feel like as they progress... They're gonna drop out, so you just keep getting like these watered down versions. Oh God! Of like it's so what depressing. Is no, it's like and that happens in other media too. Like it's like how like you know you'll have. Uh, I really hope that doesn't happen. But yeah, no. But I have a really negative view of people in general, <laughs> and like especially like what I see in the parkour community today. Like so. I, the parkour community is something that sort of frightens me. I gotta be totally. Yeah, honest. no, like, it when terrifies I, me. When it's, I look at it, scary. I'm like, I'm like Jesus, like, like the the percentage of us who are like. I feel like should actually be doing this is so small. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this sounds really awful and I know it sounds super elitist and it, it actually, in all I'm, honesty, I am elitist. You know what? Let's be fair. <laughs> we're being elitist. I'm because, super elitist. Because like, I mean, we're kind of recording a thing. Like, because about well, first of all, we're sitting around <laughs> talking on. about videos for like two hours yeah. in, in the context of parkour history and, and treating it as though it's like something that is worth talking about. Yeah. But two, like we are in a position in terms of like, like the length of time we've been training and our skill level where we can, we can be elite. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like we can treat ourselves that way in relationship to like the majority of the people who do parkour. Yeah, I don't feel like I can. <laughs> but like I don't know. Like sorry. like when I when I go like like even like locally like okay. Let's take Hub Jam. When we go to Hub Jam, there's gonna be four people or five people that are doing all of the scary jumps, and it's gonna be me, you, Nick Ortiz, Trevor if he's there, and like Nick Moore, and that's it. <laughs> like I don't know, maybe Dylan Pullen and like because he's, he's made sometimes a lot of and Zach Kakak. Oh yeah, but like Kikak. and David if he's there. Yeah, but, David, like, you know David. what I mean? Like, there's, like, there's, like, these people the that videos. you know at every single jam, like, if these people are there. Because I, I know because I train with the same people at every jam, and I just feel bad because I don't get to meet the new kids. But it's because, like, I can't connect with them in the same way. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, in terms of skill level, it's such a huge gap 
that the things that they're like, oh, this is hard for me are like things where it's like, that's, that's a jump. Like I, that's just me going over there naturally. Like I don't even actually like process the idea of like jumping to that rail. Like that's just how I would get there. Yeah. You know, like that's like what the gap is. So I think that that's like what, what you're talking like that. There's like, there's like, I don't, and I think, I don't know about you, but like for me, like as I've progressed, my like natural instinct has been like spend less and less time with other people when I train and more and more time just like, yeah, like first of all, my training sessions get I've gotten so much shorter yeah. than what they used to be. Right? It's like because like an hour and you're like I literally will train like most I've ever trained on my own has been like two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. and I will be so done. I thought this was just like, me. Wow. No, yeah. no, I'll like, go for like twenty minutes. Yeah. and have a good session. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> like I really think that especially as you start to train alone more and mm-hmm. like. And, like, what happens is you actually train you the actually whole train time. The whole, yeah. Yes. Right? Like, after 40 minutes, you're like, dude, like, I've already done this job, like, 50 times. Like, I am done. <laughs> like, Yeah, training after work, I, I didn't know how it was going to work. And then I realized, like, I don't need six-hour training days. Right. It's an hour. When you train most, with other you know? people in the middle of the summer and it's your second year training... Most of what you do is sit around and shoot the shit and eat sandwiches. Like, you don't actually do that much stuff, right? So, like, I used to think, like, oh, how am I going to train? I need, like, six hours every day, right? And, like, now that I'm in school, like, I will basically, like, between classes, just put on shoes, walk outside, find a couple railings, do some stuff for a little while, feel really tired because I just did it, like, on repeat, like, constantly for an hour, and go inside, take my shoes off, and go to class, and be like, I had a great day of training. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's where I find it hardest to, like, keep up my YouTube, is because that's most of my training days. Right. And it's me by myself, and I'm not really pushing myself as much as I'm just refining techniques. So when We're I... We're just I, having fun. Yeah, honestly, most of the time I'm just like, I'm like, oh, let me challenge myself in, like, a way that, like, isn't, like, gonna possibly hurt me at all. Yeah, like, it's, it's another <laughs> like, thing I feel like... I just don't have time to, like, get hurt right now, yeah. so, like, I need to, like, do challenges, like, weird stuff, like, jumping to fire hydrants, or, yeah. like... Or, like, picking objects that, like... Like, I, like, really, like... I've been really interested in, like, jumping, like, rickety shit. Like, stuff that, like, looks like it should break, but won't. It's just, like, wobbly. Yeah. So that, like, I'm forced to, like, do balancey stuff. Like, yeah. I, like, jumping into slack lines and chains and stuff like, like that. Like, I like craning really, like, narrow, spiky right. things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's the kind of stuff, like... You know, you're probably not going to get injured. Like, yeah. it's just scary. Like, that's sort of the end of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know? And, like, that kind of training, like, is, like... I think it's, like, really low upkeep. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. it, it requires very little of, like, those big jumps, like, are the place where you get hurt. Yeah. Like, they really are. Yeah. All right. Man, so, well, that's, that's a depressing. No. Um, Dep- I, I don't know. We'll don't see. Know. We'll see what happens, We'll, we'll I guess. see what happens. We'll, we'll, we'll do this again Stay next year. Stay tuned for, like, we'll seven th- years from now yeah. when we're all, like, married and shit <laughs> married like, and like probably one of us will have a kid <laughs> only one more podcast comes Brian. out seven years from now and all it says was it happened oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like we're just like everything we said was right but here's the best part and parkour doesn't exist but anymore. here's the best part in that podcast if that happens we get to talk so much shit like, we're not seven we're, years we're not holding of back pent up shit we're not holding and we're also back. so separated from the rest of the parkour yeah, community we don't even, we don't even care we're gonna be nice so we, we don't have wives and kids at this point we're not gonna try to impress it like, like oh you know the kid fuck him fuck his family like it's gonna be great so uh, that kid who pulled a quadruple gainer off that roof yeah. that's a bunch of bullshit Whatever. <laughs> we'll see how his knees are in five years. Be a... No, but he's got and those, his knees he's got those apple like, knees. Shit. He's got those apple bionic knees, though. You know, yeah, he's got those true. eye knees. So eye knees. <laughs> Seven years. I don't know. I mean, I think the thing is, like, I always, I always get in these like depressing, like, things with people about parkour about how like it's all gonna be shit and like the new generation is garbage. And then I just remember that, like, people said that about me. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, like, and that they said it about you, yeah. and they said it about Brian, yeah. like. 
And that the truth of the matter is, like, the longer you stick with this sport, the more inevitably you will end up at the conclusions that the people who were trying to tell us things at the beginning were trying to say, like, we ended up there because that's what happens. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that ultimately, like, the people who, like, have you ever met anyone who's stuck around for, like, six, seven years and yes. doesn't feel like that? Wow. Doesn't feel like... Like the, no, but, <laughs> yes, but I like, can think of one person. But it's true. Yeah, that stuck around for that long. That doesn't feel like that. Okay, okay. That, Obviously, I know what you people, mean. But like, that. but the general trend is, yeah. You guys are the worst because no one's gonna hear that. I know. <laughs> it's exactly that's. But the like, point. that's the truth, right? Like, like the longer you stick around, the more like. <laughs> If you continue progressing physically, Eventually ultimately your men- your mentality and your philosophy yeah. have to meet yeah. that physicality. Do you know what I mean? They're they're inseparable. Even, even like, looking at like, I just think it's funny. Like, look at like the stuff that like Arroyo has been like, how his mindset's gotten and how similar it was to, like Ilabaca like four years right. ago. That's <laughs> like yeah, I think that's, that's really yeah. fascinating. And yeah. I think I think what's interesting about parkour <laughs> and like what I really like about it the most, like especially at this point in in like is the way that it's actually bridging me like in my life from like a very specific point where I was to like a very different place. Like that, like ultimately like somehow I've gone through like what I would call a sort of spiritual process through it, like unintentionally that like it's opened my eyes to like a different way of seeing the world that like allowed me to let other things in. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that like ultimately if anyone sticks around, I think it is, I think (laughs) it is. I think it's a gateway, like, like way of life experience, life experience. And like ultimately everyone who sticks around long enough, uh, one starts to let it go do you know what i mean like all the people who stick around long enough stop making videos stop training as much they let it go because they realize what they were looking for wasn't the sport it was the thing that they learned from the sport which is this like way of looking at the world do you know what i mean yeah so like i like as much as i worry about the parkour community based on the trends that we're looking at i also think that like 98 percent of the people that we're looking at who are just starting well it started a new in four years like they won't even be here they won't even be here in a year like most people won't stick around for more than a year. Yeah. The people who do stick around and make it to like three or four years will Their be... Their training will change. Their training will change because one, the longer you stick around, the more people you meet, the more you look at, the more you find out about the old stuff that yeah. like you didn't know about, the more it changes the way you train. And and also just like the more you train, like the more I feel like that thing in, in it, you awakens. It literally does like, it, really, it literally does change you. Like parkour, I think no matter who you are, it does change you. Yeah. Like it's kind of inescapable. Yeah. yeah. That it will like have an effect on your personality and it affects pretty much everybody in the same way eventually. Yeah. It's yeah. just a matter of time. And it's a matter of time and, and how much like, training you put in. and how much training you put in. And it's, yeah. And I think like the, the reason I'm not worried is because I see that I've undergone that process yeah. and you have and Arroyo has, and Ilabaca has, yeah. the same way that David Bell did. Like, that that the process that they all went through individually was basically the same thing. And mm-hmm. so, like... Which is ironic, because I guess that's why the people who run, like, the companies and stuff, like, have to, like, not be in training. Because if they train more, then they'll... They just stop caring so company. much about it. <laughs> like, they'll just be like, oh, hence, yeah. Park hence Crudo closing in, like, two months. Right, we were all just we're, like, oh, wait... We're all just like happy being human beings and, and like, friends, and like happy and like and like all I want to do is train. Like yeah. I didn't like, want to make. I don't care about making videos. Story sounds like a really feel good movie. <laughs> like, it was like we got day. together and we smoked a bunch of weed, like, <laughs> and then we Except were like without the weed, yeah, without the weed, <laughs> and we just like hugged each other. and We were like, we're gonna do great things, and then just like never saw each other. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it was just like it was like being like it was just like having a bunch of gay best friends. <laughs> That like hang out. <laughs> that's basically what it was. And that's yeah. that's another story. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I think we're gonna cut it. Um, yeah. That's a good place to end. That's good. Yeah. So good with the penis. Okay. <laughs>
more gain it's next. Alright, we'll see you guys. What's up guys? Hope you guys enjoyed that. That was a that was a really fun conversation. Uh went went longer than the other ones will. Or at least what I'm expecting them to be. But I hope you guys enjoyed it regardless. So we went into a lot of stuff there. No need for me to recap anything, but yeah. So next time on the audio jump, who are we gonna have? Well, we're gonna have Caleb Luliano and Nikki Whalen, locals from Orlando. And on Team Rilla Hops. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be up the first of the month, so April 1st. Look out for it. I want to thank you guys again for listening. Really appreciate it. Last episode, after uploading, we actually had some pretty awesome feedback, and that was a surprise for me. It's not that I was expecting any negative feedback or anything, it's just, you know, I'm new to this. It's the first time I've ever done anything like this, and to hear a lot of people were digging it, that was that was great. So, if you are digging it, if you're liking it, go ahead and follow our Twitter page, which is twitter.com slash audiojump, and uh, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Now, we we got a website coming soon, something that will be a little easier to link to you guys, but until the meantime, or in the meantime, I should say, just uh, hold tight. <laughs> I'm going to get to it eventually, I promise. Um, special thanks for this episode, of course, Max and Milo for training and being able, you know, being willing to talk and put all that out there. Uh, Lorena for housing us. Gareth for being awesome. And Caleb, Nikki, and the rest of Rilla Hops. And everyone else who came out and trained with us. It was a really good week. And I had a lot of fun. Can't wait to go back again. So, additional special thanks. I'd like to thank my man Spaceman Fantastiques, who does our intro and outro music. If you guys want to check out his stuff, you can listen to his Bandcamp at spacemanfantastiques.bandcamp.com. It's pretty great. I'm a fan, but I guess I'm kind of biased. <laughs> well, it's been a good episode. Hope you guys had fun. Hope you learned. Hope you're eager for the next one. I'm Brian Prince. This is the Audio Jump. And I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>